Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. I was part of a ministry that went to camp in Colorado. And since I lived in Texas, we drove on a bus for 20 hours which if you've never spent 20 hours on a bus with a bunch of high school kids, it is a test of all that you believe. And it's pretty confining. So by the end of that time, we had just been trapped in this capsule of Pringles and farts for 20 hours. As soon as they opened that door into the Rocky Mountains, we went exploding out into the hills. And I remember me and a little group of us, we just started charging towards this mountain peak. We thought, let's just run to the top of that real quick which really betrayed our lack of perspective as Texans. We just thought, oh, we'll scamper up to the top of that. Not realizing those weren't little shrubs. Those were actually full grown pine trees. We just were farther away. We we lacked critical perspective. And yet we went running off into our freedom. And about an hour later, it dawned on us, hey, we're lost. Like now we can't see the mountaintop anymore. We can't see our camp anymore. We're just somewhere in a forest. The sun's beginning to go down. And we realized our pursuit of freedom had actually not only failed to give us freedom, it actually had created some problems. And there is, we realized that in the midst of the chaos, a billion causes were birthed. Suddenly somebody was like, Hey, we need to break all these branches so we know where we've been. And somebody else was like, we need to start a fire to keep warm. Someone else said, it's, it's key we build a shelter before nightfall. Someone else said, what? No, we need to keep going to get to the top of this mountain for perspective so we can see the valley. Someone else said, no, we need to turn back and run back. And there in the midst of the moment, chaos was breaking out. Break, build, burn, run, back. All these different ideas. Until finally in the midst of the chaos, an old man emerged. And when I say emerged, we had no idea where he came from. But from this ridge above us, this grizzled mountain goat of a man just stepped out onto a rock. And with such clarity and conviction, he said, young people, your camp is that way. And all of us could see just by his sinewy muscle, this man lives among these hills. There was no question as to his authority but there was this wonderful comfort that came in from his clarity. I know where to go. And sure enough, we followed that man's hand all the way back into safety and with some greater appreciation and clarity. Now, why do I mention that? Because we're in a fascinating day right now in America and as a church and as individuals where March has begun and we're sort of marching back into a new era of society. We can start being around more people. We can start doing more things. Maybe COVID is lifting. We can start interacting with other humans. None of us quite know the rules anymore. Do I talk to you? Do we shake hands? Can I make eye contact? It's all still a little confusing sometimes for all of us. And it can be really disturbing and producing of anxiety. And as a church, we ask the question, well, what should we be doing in these days? And as individuals, How do I navigate an anxious day? And here's what's great about the text we're in. The Apostle Paul is talking to a disturbed community. That a bunch of different philosophies has come in of how they should conduct their life to live a valuable life. And in the midst of all this disturbance, Paul's gonna give them simple, beautiful direction. 
And for us in the midst of chaos, we're gonna see some clarity. In the midst of a day of trouble, we have a trajectory. And I want us to see where God is calling us, how we're gonna get there, and what pitfalls to avoid. That's kind of where we're going. The basic fundamentals of a life of faith presented to us by Paul. And we're gonna see our struggle. Then we're gonna get some tips on strategy, and then we're gonna see the dangerous seduction around us in the world. Our struggle you get in the first few verses. Paul says it in chapter two, verse one. He says, I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who've not seen me face to face. That word struggle in Greek is the word agon. It's where we get agony. But it's the idea of I have something great I am toiling for, I'm striving for. I've been given a great cause. Paul says, I have a struggle, something worth fighting for. And then you see what it is in verse two. He says, my struggle and our struggle as a Christian community, our struggle is that your hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and knowledge. Now, let me unpack some key principles Paul's saying about what he's struggling to do. He says, I'm trying to do something here. Number one is I'm trying to encourage your hearts. I'm trying to put courage inside of you. It's the word parakaleo. Para means to come alongside. Kaleo is to call. I'm coming up inside you, trying to spur you on, move you forward. I'm trying to stick courage into the deepest parts of you. And the way you get that courage is in community. He says that you'd be knit together in love. He'll use this imagery later of a body a body knit together. How do the muscles get stronger? It's when they work together that each individual muscle gets strong. How are you gonna be a courageous person in the world? It happens in community. You need an us. It's interesting, probably many of you have seen in the news, Japan just instated a minister of loneliness because Japan has seen the increased isolation of humanity has not led to human flourishing in Japan. It's led to an, a, an alarming rise in suicides. And so now they've hired a minister of loneliness to try to help people get back together. It, it's, it's created a haunting aspect to that verse in Genesis. It's not good for man to be alone that we can't be fully ourselves without each other. And so Paul says, my struggle is I'm trying to build a community that has strong hearts, courageous people, and that they might reach the full assurance of understanding and knowledge. I'm trying to create a courageous and a competent community. It's ambiguity that leads to anxiety when I don't know what's happening in the world or how to navigate it. So Paul says, what I'm working for is I'm creating a community that is competent and thus courageous, that they're stable because they're informed. There's knowledge about what God's doing in the world I want you to have. And there's understanding of how it fits together and the implications for your lives I want you to grip. And so Paul says, what I'm working hard for is I'm trying to create a competent and confident community. It's a great calling card for a church. This is a great mission statement for the people of Jesus. This is what God is doing in us. This is why you get together as a church. That ignorance leads to anxiety. But if we can get together and get knowledge of who God is, understanding of what he's doing in the world, and then walk out into the world courageously together, that's a meaningful life. That's the life you and I want. Everyone wants to be well-informed, Everyone wants to be confident in the way they enter the world and want to have people around them that they care about. These are fundamental longings in the human heart of 
meaning and purpose in community. And Paul says, that's my struggle, to build a confident, competent community rooted in Christ. Thanks for listening to today's Passion Daily Podcast. For full messages, live gatherings, and worship videos, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe at youtube.com slash Church one